Coming up, we experienced the holiday celebration happening at Universal's Islands of Adventure, and we're excited to share all about it on this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm your host, Craig Williams. I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Rhino. Hello. And we have a really fun episode for you today. We are talking about the holidays and not just talking about what's coming for the holidays. They are here. In this episode, we're going to stick primarily over, and not primarily, just completely over in Universal's Islands of Adventure, talking about Grinchmas, the Grinchmas Holiday Spectacular, talking about what's going on in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and basically just sticking to that. And then in a future episode, we'll talk more about what's happening across the way at Universal Studios Florida. It's going to be a lot of fun. We had a great time experiencing everything there was to experience for the holidays. So before we get to that just pure jolly madness, I want to remind you that this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please remember that the best way to do that is by booking a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money and you get the awesome support of a Dreams Unlimited travel agent. So for a free no-obligation quote, head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today. Also, if you're interested in more exclusive Diz content, you can always sign up to be a member of our Patreon community. Uh, We do at least two special shows a week, a Patreon after show after our Tuesday Walt Disney World show, as well as Games and Dreams on Saturday nights with Pete. So... If you want to support us even more, besides booking a vacation, you can always do so through Patreon. But, Rhino, are you wearing your Jingle Bells today? Uh, You just can't see them. Okay. Fantastic. Right below the frame. Yes, yeah. Right below the frame, I am Jingle Bells from waist to toes. Excellent. I am excited for that. I can't wait to hear them ringing, jingling all episode long and uh, like i already said multiple times now we are going to talk about all of the holiday celebrations happening at universal's islands of adventure and you know i at first when we decided to split up our holiday coverage something we don't normally do usually we break it up you know we put it all together in one piece. But this time around, I was like, let's break it up a little bit. Let's, you know, let's not overdo it. You can do everything for the holidays in one day at Universal Orlando. If you only have that one day, you can make sure you get it all done. You don't even need to do something like the Universal's holiday tour. Just uh, study the times for the different shows and come up with a good strategy. Like the one thing, like, you know, the... Universal's Holiday Parade over in Universal Studios, Florida, that happens at 5.30. So there's no wiggle room on that. But Grinchmas shows many times throughout the day. The Frog Choir singing many times throughout the day. Celestina singing throughout the day. Uh, there's there's a lot of flexibility in terms of how you can all plan it. But, you know, not everyone does buy that two-park pass. Some people just stick with the the one-park pass. So that's kind of why I wanted to really break it down like what what do you get out of each park is is there enough going on for for islands of adventure that it's worth the price of admission for the holidays and so i want to pose that question first rhino do you think based off of what we uh, went through today is it worth it to go to islands of adventure for the holidays i mean it's the the park is pretty i mean the the Seuss landing area is always decked out. Like every every area, it is very clearly Grinchmas the second it starts there. Who's everywhere? Entertainment everywhere. But and it you'd think like oh well, they'll just keep it to that park. But e- even anywhere else we walked around, there was like decorations and stuff like that. I don't know. 
I don't know that it really carries through other than Potter and Grinch to like, or uh, excuse me, Potter and Seuss Landing to like other areas of the park in terms of that. But I mean, I look at it in comparison to what do you get during the day at Walt Disney World for the holidays? And other than like the one cavalcade that kind of goes through every now and then, it feels like there's more offerings at Universal Orlando. So I'd say if you're trying to look for something for the Christmas spirit, I don't know that I would plan a trip separately for it, but I would definitely choose to. I feel like it puts me in a more holiday mood than than the the other the other one. I hate to compare the two because it is two different experiences, but it's just like I try to think, OK, I've got one day and I've got to get in the Christmas spirit. Where do I think that's going to inject me the most? And I don't know. I love the Grinch. I don't know. So, yeah, it's it's I know that tough. didn't really answer the question. Oh, is no. it worth the ticket for just for those experiences? I don't know. You know. Yeah, no, no, that's a that's a fair and valid answer, and maybe you'll have a better idea of it by the time we're finished with this episode. But that's why I wanted to pose it right up front. Uh, for me, I think I have a little bit more of a solid answer to this question. Uh, but I did want to, I, I wanted to bring up though, just because you mentioned it, like you're talking about at Walt Disney World in terms of what you get for free during the day for the holidays. Uh, you know, at at Disney's Hollywood Studios, they have Santa on a motorcade car that comes through, and that's one of the offerings. However, I was also at Hollywood Studios on a day where Santa was having some sort of issues, and so he wasn't able to come out on his motorcade and so then in a situation like too that much I'm like, eggnog. yeah probably too much eggnog i don't i don't know what happened i don't know if one of the reindeer got run over by grandma i i just i have no idea <laughs> what happened but i was like here i am for at hollywood studios for this holly jolly fun i've got to come up with better uh christmas yeah. <laughs> descriptors than holly jolly like i if for this i yuletide carol yeah. I, I Carol didn't even show. Yeah. If I had enough time, what I would be doing is I'd be putting up like a holly jolly counter. So that way, every single time I say it, you know, it checks it off and you can take your drink at home. I don't have Little time. Jingle bell rings. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have time to do that because we are we are recording this episode very close to the deadline of it going live out there for everyone. So uh, that'll be in the next one around. But yeah, so I'm, I'm there at Hollywood Studios looking for that festive fun. And it's just not even... It's not even there. So it, it was funny that you brought that up because, yeah, you it, it's a lot harder to get that holiday spirit at a lot of Walt Disney World. I will say once Epcot mm-hmm. is kicked into Festival of the Holidays with the with the different uh, the different like Santas around World Showcase and the other holiday storytellers and candlelight processional that that's a little bit different. But it's it still is worth always pointing out because remember everything we are talking about in this episode specifically this is all available with the inclusion of your park ticket it's all yeah it's all included yeah. in your park ticket no extra money was being spent on any of this so let's break down actually i didn't answer my own question with this so <laughs> I'm all over the place. This is why we yeah. don't record late at night ever. Uh, so my mind's not working well. But uh, long story short on all this is that I actually would say that for me, uh, I don't think Islands of Adventure by itself is as worth it for Christmas. But I am not a huge fan of the Grinchmas Holiday Spectacular. I think it is a... It's a very nice show. It's a it's probably an excellent show if you've never seen it before. But now that I'm going on my 10th year of watching the Grinchmas Holiday Spectacular and it has only changed slightly throughout the years, uh some some major upgrades to the sets and stuff and a big upgrade to talk about this year with it, but uh in general it's it's the same show, the same music, so it's starting to wear on me. But I remember still the first time I saw it, and uh, it was my parents came down to visit me at Christmas time, and so we went around one day just seeing all the holiday stuff. Happened to coincide with the date that Mannheim Steamroller was playing at uh, Universal Studios Ford as well, too. So we did everything, and I was I was blown away. It's like how is this included in? 
everything. Like this is this is a legitimate show. But let's talk about everything that you can do for the holidays at Islands of Adventure. And I'm skipping skipping like going around looking at decorations. Yeah, there's decorations throughout all the parks. There's trees set up in the gift shops and in dining areas. It's all beautiful. It just adds to the aesthetic. But the real things, uh, as Rhino mentioned, Seuss Landing is home of Grinchmas. And Seuss Landing is, I, I would easily say, it's the most decorated for this time of year. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter Hogsmeade is a close second, but to me, uh, Seuss Landing just goes a little bit further. But I feel like that's also because it does have that strong connection with Grinchmas. And throughout your day in Seuss Landing, you will see plenty of Who's from Whoville. And uh, they are very active uh some of the interactions i had with them uh was was just pretty pretty great and and that comes from me being pretty terrified of them i am creeped out by the who's but they were they were really in character full-blown and you know messing with my camera and doing the whole shtick of oh, what what is this device what is, what is this thing I, I don't think that was a great impression uh but <laughs> it, i said it nonetheless uh it actually happened to us twice now that i think about it i forgot about the guy who was standing right behind me and mm-hmm. <laughs> you were just like craig Craig, Craig, he's right there. I, I guess it was like, I don't know what to do. There's a, there's a who right here. Help me. Uh, Help me. It was, it was pretty, pretty funny. And I, at one point in time, I saw some of the, the who's also singing carols, which was like entertainment uh, right next to the line for the Grinch. So that was like a nice benefit. You know, sometimes they're in that area, they're doing, oh, the stories you'll hear and you'll see some of the the Dr. Seuss characters around there. But in my one uh, in my one moment that I was walking through there, I was I was hearing the who's singing, singing a Christmas carol. It was really, really wonderful. But above all, uh, the the big thing in Seuss Landing is the Grinchmas Holiday Spectacular, a 25-minute-plus uh, retelling of Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, specifically uh, the the uh, the Jim Carrey live-action telling of that story, just condensed down, a very musical with music done by Mannheim Steamroller. And we'll get to all that in a second. But then in terms of what else is offered there, uh, I, I mentioned you can meet the Grinch. That is one of the offerings that you do have at Islands of Adventure. And then finally, back in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, you have decorations throughout. But the big stuff is during the day, you can hear the frog choir sing holiday songs and uh, not standard Christmas songs. I will, I'll say that much. It's uh, you do have you do have a little bit of carols in there, but I was going to say one Christmas song. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit of a medley, though, in our case. But uh yeah, in general, do not do not expect like a full Christmas show. You will be uh, you will be disappointed in that regard. But we'll we'll get to it again. It's we're just going over everything, and then at nighttime, Hogwarts Castle lights up with the magic of Christmas at Hogwarts Castle, a projection show that gave me goosebumps the first time we saw it, however many years ago, and still continues to wow me to this day but that is it for the offerings at island of adventure so rhino where where do we want to start do we want to start with how our day went or do we want to start with seuss landing and Grinchmas and move back um i mean i guess we i think we should do it how our day went because i feel like it's like how would a normal day go for people okay that's you know that's fair enough. So uh, in our situation, our plan was to get uh, for the day that we are specifically there, uh, which was earlier in in uh, today, as of the day that we're recording this, we were planning on arriving at 10, about 1030, 11 o'clock. I can't remember which time exactly. But the first Grinchmas show was supposed to happen at 1130. And ultimately, we missed it because anytime Rhino and I say we're going to show up somewhere on time, you can guarantee mm-hmm. we're going to be about 30 minutes late for it. 
So uh, we we screwed up our plans with the first day, uh, the first showing of Grinchmas that we were trying to attend. So that kind of uh, made us made us really think about some things because the scheduling is is easy enough that you can move around, but at the same time too, it was like a Grinchmas show at eleven thirty, a Grinchmas show at twelve thirty, but then the Frog Choir was like ten o'clock, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, then not again till one thirty, and then uh even even later after that so it was like we were kind of trying to find the best fit so ultimately the first thing we did was we went to the frog choir at 12 o'clock right noon on the dot and uh we actually got there about 10 minutes before the show so we could be right right on the rope and make sure that we had a, a front row view of the frogs and the Hogwarts students singing their songs. So let's just briefly take a listen to what that sounded like. I know you. I know you hate the frog choir. You hate them so much. So tell me, what do you think about the version of it of this frog choir show, the holiday version? I think the holiday version's fine. You know, I, my thing is just I don't. I, I am not a fan of the acapella music. The it stresses me out the guttural sounds that they make with their mouths. <laughs> And so, the yeah, the, watching the one who was, I feel like, solely responsible for that, which was the Gryffindor, he kind of looked miserable the whole time. But the some of them were like, like the Slytherin girl was really into it. And I was like, OK, she's fine. But my God, that one that one guy, I felt bad for him because I was like, today's not his day. I was, he is not feeling it today. Um, but I don't know. Honestly, I was watching. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they can keep rhythm because even if they're not making the sound of the frogs, which they're not, obviously, because I think that's physically impossible. Mm -hmm. But it's still the fact that they're because the frogs are on a different beat than what they're singing because the frogs are like the other side. So it's like they're doing the acapella music while also trying to just keep the frog's mouth moving in rhythm and time. So it's like two different times that are going at the same time. And I'm like, I was kind of like, this is a really hard thing to be doing. Like, not only are you singers and performers out here, and that's already challenging enough, but you're also like doing, it's like chewing gum and rubbing your stomach. Or what's the thing that people want you to do? Rubbing yeah. your stomach and patting your head at the same time. Yes. It's like takes that extra special type of concentration. It's I will dust off the, my musical background, which I'm not very good at music, even though I've got guitars uh, sitting behind me. Uh, but the, the term that we're going with with this, I believe, if I'm correct, is syncopation. And so that you know, you can see that in the same thing with like really skilled piano players where, you know, you're using two hands playing completely different things at the same time. And, you know, drummers also have that, too, where 
the the beat of the bass drum is sometimes going to be in different time than what you're doing with with the rest of the drums that you're playing and i mean that's kind of like perfectly matching exactly what you said in terms of what's happening with the frogs i mean they're singing their thing but then in their minds they also i'm assuming that you know they have their little handle i'm assuming they're triggering the sound and and such as it's going along uh, to be quite honest with you <laughs> Literally, I would be in the break room right beside where they would practice, but we kind of always just like avoided each other. So I never took the time <laughs> to really pay attention to them and learn that. But uh, they are definitely talented. I will say that. I just I don't typically care for the songs. Uh, it's just it's not really it's not really my thing. Even their normal show, I don't really care for the Frog Choir. It's it's better at the holidays, but overall, for me, this is like this is the extra. You know, the the big selling points of Islands of Adventure is the magic of Christmas at Hogwarts Castle at night, starting around dusk. I think maybe like six thirty ish, and then Grinchmas. So this is just like that other one. Like, oh, you want a little extra holiday spirit? We also have that for you. And yeah, it's it, it's perfectly fine. But like in our situation, yeah, we waited 10 minutes, 15 minutes ahead of time for the show. You don't have to do that. Literally just be in the area listening to it. And that will still give you that that holiday feeling as you're around there. But uh, the decision that we made with this was, OK, we're we're seeing this show at 12 o'clock. Outside Grinchmas mm -hmm. in Seuss Landing, there's a sign up there that says you need to arrive 20 to 30 minutes before the show for seating. So Frog Choir show was about like eight minutes, give or take eight, nine minutes. So it started at 12, mm -hmm. ended just shy of 1210. So we made the decision at that point. We're like, I actually think we might be able to make it. Uh, I think we we kind of like felt like, okay, well, we can always go do a food review in between in between Frog Choir and the following Grinchmas because we probably won't be able to make it till 1230 because uh, the Grinchmas Hula Day Spectacular in the past was very, very difficult to get a seat for. And granted, it's still very early in the season. We were there on a Thursday, so not typically a busy day. The park did not feel busy at all. It felt uh, it felt pretty slow for you know yeah. this time of year in general, especially the week before Thanksgiving. It it was slow, uh, but what what transpired next truly truly shocked me. So. Uh, we the the entrance for the Grinchmas Holiday Spectacular is right in between Circus McGurkis Cafe Stupendous as well as uh, the One Fish Two Fish Red Fish Blue Fish the same place it's always been but the difference as we've mentioned on at least one show is that it's no longer inside the sound stages it is now taking place in Blue Man Group and. This is a thousand, roughly thousand seat theater, because I'm not sure if every single one of them is able to be used, if they had to modify a little bit of it, but a big theater. And uh, I, I will say with that, too, this theater is meant for an actual show. So the seats, uh, as we kind of like talked about it the last time we talked about the move into Blue Man Group with this and our speculation on it, uh, you know, it went from being like seats on uncomfortable bleachers and risers before when it was in the soundstage because it was also temporary. The seating inside Grinchmas Holiday Spectacular this year because it's in those Blue Man's group seats that are meant to be sat in for like 90 minutes. Uh, it, it's just, it is so comfortable. It is almost dangerously comfortable as I think you would uh, agree to that. <laughs> Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I was I was shocked like that. It was basically like sit where you want, and we got good seats. And then being like, wow, we actually I don't feel like this is the first time. It, honestly, it was the first time I've ever seen Grinchmas where I didn't feel like we were like packed in. Yeah, like by, like sardine cans. And I'm sure that won't be true of every showing. I'm sure when it's full and everybody wants to get in there, you know, and it's a full show. But still, I feel like the the seat, the actual physical seat that you're in felt like it was just a little bit bigger than the normal than the ones those like flip down bleacher seats they used to have um in the other in the other place. But I I mean it was it was definitely a much more enjoyable enjoyable experience in here. But you get toward the end and I was doing the whoa 
Yeah. Like, oh, it, it, and I didn't even mention that, I guess, in the the beginning of this with my whole rant about or ravings about how comfortable the seats are, because, you know, these are like these are decent movie theater quality seats they are decent theater seats. Uh, these are these are comfortable. They're not they are not temporary uh, by any means. They are padded. The room is well air conditioned. This is like this sets you up to fall asleep. But as Rhino said, in our situation, this theater was maybe a third full. Uh, a lot of mm-hmm. the lower areas where they had like VIP viewing and stuff for the holiday tour in situation like that, not not filled at all. And then the we were sitting in the upper section where it starts to it it starts to go at a slope up, just very very uh, low slope at that, but still one nonetheless. We were parked right behind the soundboard, right in the middle, and I mean we we literally had our pick of pretty much any seat we wanted in this house. And that's only happened to me for Grinchmas like one time when I went on a random like Wednesday and, and you know, I, th- I think I did like two or three shows that day and it was on the earlier side, but that doesn't matter. All we're talking about is this actual moment. And I, I was shocked. I was shocked because I, we, by the time we walked through the Lost Continent, the the rest of the Wizarding World, the Lost Continent, the front of Seuss Landing, and made it to the actual entrance to Grinchmas, it was, we had 10 or 15 minutes. It was, it was cutting very close. And then we walked all yeah, the way I, back to Blue Man Group. And I was like, oh yeah. man, I don't, I, how bad are our seats going to be? And then we just, we literally chose wherever we wanted to go. It was yeah, great. I thought I legit thought I was like, oh no, we're gonna have to end up waiting for the next show. We made it so far and they're just gonna make us wait out here. And then it was just like, yeah, go wherever. And we were like, should we go? And like we had one other guy in our row who would listen to the yes. podcast too, who ended up thinking so hello. Yes. Yeah. Hello. Uh but before we talk about our full thoughts on Grinchmas, now we obviously covered the seating area and such in a way overdone way. Let's go ahead and see see slash hear just a little bit of the show. Give us a taste before we give our thoughts.
But you know that old Grinch was so smart and so slick, he thought a lie, and he thought it up quick. <laughs> Why, my sweet little talk. The <laughs> fake Santa Claus lied. You are not helping. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a, a light on this tree. That won't light on one side. So I'm taking it home to my workshop, my dear. I'll fix it up there, and then I'll bring it back here. <laughs> he hadn't stopped Christmas from coming. It came, somehow other, it came just the same. And the Grinch, with his Grinch feet ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. And he puzzled and puzzled till his puzzler was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a stone. I already said that I'm not a huge fan of Grinchmas Holiday Spectacular anymore, but what about you? You a fan? You enjoy it? I, you know, it's one of those, like, if it goes someday, I'll, I'd be sad to see, like, I'm sure the Grinch representation wouldn't leave, but it's, I, it's a once a season for me because we do it for this. Like, it's, it's because of like what you said, like, I've seen it so many times now that it's, I, I'm getting to the point now where it's like, I think I know all the lines, but, (laughs) but I will say this about this year's performance that I, you know, after you start to see it this many times, I think you can kind of recognize some people that come back. Like I'm pretty sure that Cindy Lou who has been there for a while now. Um, But there were some new additions, I think in the cast this year. And I feel like it added a little bit, just a little bit of that livelihood and fresh. Like I, I was, you know, in the beginning, it made it a little more exciting because I was like, oh, I, I don't think I've seen this Martha Mayhew before. And um, or maybe I had, but I just it felt a little more. There was something just a little more about it. But the Grinch, I was thinking this year was was like I said to you as soon as the show was over, I was like, this guy's got to be has to be a, a Beetlejuice or yeah. something <laughs> or has maybe performed as Beetlejuice because he had that type of role to him. But um I mean, it's good. I mean, if you've never seen it before, I do think it's worth going to see. But it is it's long and um I don't know, it's hard for me because I watch that Jim Carrey movie so much that it's like it's off just enough from it that it it does this weird thing in my brain where it makes me like connect, disconnect, connect, disconnect. And so I feel a little like uh, sometimes when I'm watching it that but if you're some a no, normal, regular human being who's here on your vacation, I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, uh, and that's what I basically what I said too is if if you haven't seen it before or it's been years, I think you'll like it. Uh, it in terms of uh, how it compares to past shows, I feel I, I watched a little bit of my video from 2019. And it was pretty much the exact same. And I think it was around 2017 or 2018 when they started to make some tweaks and adjustments to it and, uh, you know, do a little bit different stuff with the show. Uh, so yeah, it's this, this year there wasn't any significant changes besides the actual venue, but uh, I do agree with what you said. Uh, I noticed way more diversity in terms of the casting for this and Mm -hmm. that is of course always appreciated and uh it definitely it's it's nice it's nice to see see new faces in some of these roles when you've seen the show year after year after year after year it's it's at least little things like that are are different but yeah for me it just comes down to the fact that i don't love the jim carrey version of the grinch it's one of the uh it's one of the biggest sins that ron howard has ever put into this world and uh i i 
I still love the story of the Grinch. I love, I love the cartoon. I even love the Benedict Cumberbatch. He loves the Benedict Cumberbatch. I do. I do. I don't like that one. I, and that blows my mind. I think that one is so superior to the Jim Carrey version, but I, you know, it's, it all comes down to taste. I, I know I am definitely in the, uh, in the minority group of people who do not like the Jim Carrey Grinch. I'm sure there are others out there with me who will, who will voice themselves as, as being in that group. But I, I know there's, I know more people who enjoy that movie than dislike it. And that includes my wife. She loves that movie. So I'll, I, I, the Benedict Cumberbatch or Jim Carrey? Both. Both. Yeah, okay. I, I okay. think if she actually had one version that she didn't like, she would probably say the original cartoon. But I might be wrong about that. But I don't know if we've ever even watched it together. So I I, I know she just loves the Jim Carrey one so much. And she loves the Benedict Cumberbatch one, too. So, yeah, I would say I, she'd I probably vote out the once. original. Well, that's that's your loss. That's your loss. I know it's on a shelf beyond you somewhere. Because we're it's hoarders. not. I actually don't have that one. No, I know. We're yeah. hoarders. Of course you have it. But uh, anyways, that's our thoughts on Grinchmas Holiday Spectacular. Definitely check it out if you haven't before. If you're sleepy, uh, you know what? Cozy up in one of those seats inside Blue Man Group Theater. You are going to love every little bit of it. And yeah, if, if you are hungry while you're waiting, there's also snacks being sold right outside of it. Lots of green snacks. Mm-hmm. Green snacks. Green snacks, yeah. You know what green snacks make? I don't want to say it. <laughs> happy people. Green snacks make happy oh. people. So, uh, from our experience at Grinchmas through the whole nearly 30-minute take on that show, uh, we we went through it, and then right afterwards we said, you know what? We're in that Grinch spirit. We must meet the green one himself, the main green one, mean Joe Green, showing one day only. I'm not confident Timothy that Green's alive. <laughs> Tim- the odd life of Timothy Green? The odd life of Timothy Green, yeah. The poster that not Michael Scott had in his office when Pam interviewed for the other job. Um, <laughs> the Bob Odenkirk yeah. character. That was, sorry, I just that episode was on the other day. Um, <laughs> yeah, that meet and greet was an experience yes i I would went in with the grinch shirt grinch mask i thought he was gonna be like wow and he was like this is uncomfortable (laughs) oh no it was was better than the grinch in the show assuming they're not the same person i don't know but he was he was alive and with it that one he absolutely was uh literally literally screaming at the top of his lungs and and we ruined it for you we didn't it wasn't timothy green or mean joe green it was the grinch that we went and met uh he is oh yes i gosh i can't even remember what he's meaning in his gift shop i'll just say that much for you know right right beside the entrance to to high in the sky seuss trolley train ride across the way from moose juice and you know you you know where q is for quandary and the honk honkers right down the street from honk honkers the Hooters of Whoville. I could not say it better than that myself. But yeah, we went and met him and the line was probably 10, 15 minutes. It was, and we yeah. were easily like 20 people deep. There was a lot of big families. Uh, so don't be necessarily scared off by the line. It's, it could be a lot worse than it is. But the Grinch was so lively. Our, our Grinch was uh, wearing a mask. I believe the Grinch can pick and choose when the Grinch wants to wear a mask and in our case the grinch was wearing a mask and did not detract from any of it at all he was screaming he literally uh, with the group in front of us they just kept going and going and going with pictures and he he got to the point where he literally took one of the fake trees apart and pulled the top off from the bottom and was just he he was having a blast (laughs) and uh it was it wasn't unexpected but it was it was it was fun. It was really it was special. I'm glad we ended up doing that because we were just going to leave. And, you know, there's there's a universal photographer there as well too, snapping photos. They want you to buy it, but you don't have to. You can you can, you know, take pictures with your phone, with your family, take a selfie with the Grinch. That's that's what we did. Yeah, I don't think you know, I don't think they were taken. They were. I think somebody asked her and she's like, I can't take the picture for you or something. I yeah. don't know. 
Yeah, I don't. They. I was too afraid to ask. She looked very uninterested. The girl taking the pictures. Yeah, she was just holding her uh, her remote and snapping pictures as she was going along there. But it, it's fine, you know. Just maybe bring friends so that way you can swap off on who's taking pictures and stuff. So that way you can you can get the most amount of people in your group in there and then do your big selfie. But definitely something I would recommend. And then there is no better way to end the night at uh, at islands of adventure than with the magic of christmas at hogwarts castle and uh, i'm not going to beat around the bush i did not have my good camera gear with me so we are gonna we're gonna take a brief look at it but (laughs) not not the exact it's not one that i recorded today i will i will go back with my tripod and everything but take a look at the show to give you an idea about it Do the ghosts at the beginning freak you out? Yeah. It's, I always think the entrance is so haunting. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I obviously the best part of the show is that it just keeps looping continuously with a little break in between shows. Uh, so that way it's not like overly done uh, because you want crowds to be able to move about, disperse, go inside Hogwarts, uh, get on flight of the hippogriff. You know, it can get a little congested, but I'm glad that it. it just keeps looping the entire night until the park closes. But uh, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like this is just, this will always be my favorite version of the show. Something, something about Harry Potter and Christmas just clicks. And, you know, I am one of those people who I, I don't watch all of the Harry Potter movies around the holiday time. I, I typically will watch Sorcerer's Stone at least once. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's because of the Christmas section in it. Maybe did it come out around Christmas? I don't even remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one and two came out in like they were that November yep. Christmas movie. Yeah. And then three was the first one that I think because they were trying to do once a year. And then three was the first one that was like a year and a couple of months. So it came out in the summer. And then that's when they switched to that. Like it'll be November or June or November or June back and yeah. forth sort of a thing. But when that that large Christmas tree is projected onto the main tower on Hogwarts, mm. I, as something about it just just gives me chills. I I, I love this show, and the best part is, you know, yeah. there's tons of spots to watch it from. You can watch it right down from the castle. You can watch it closer up by Hippogriff. You can watch it on the bridge, the bridge going to Jurassic Park. The, multiple different views that. Each one of them is pretty unique. I mean, the best one is looking straight up at Hogwarts, you know, standing by the stage where the Frog Choir was performing earlier. But I, there's something I like about each each side of the different views. It's it's uh, it, it's just it's something that you have to see if you're in the park at night and you get a little little I, firework action. 
Yeah, I, ju- I just like that they play it on that loop. So it's not like it's a it makes it a little more noncommittal where it's like what you said, where it's like, OK, I didn't have to go out of my way, stand here and wait for forever just to be able to see it. Like, it's nice to be able to be like, OK, we ran through and we got it here at the tail end of the night or at the beginning of the night or something like that. So it feels much more conducive to your like attraction going plans and, and things like that, you know. And so yeah. Um, but yeah, I I I love the show. I hope it. I I think they do just a great job with all the Harry Potter projection shows that yep. they do. I and I don't. This is one circumstance where I am happy it being the same exact thing every year. I I don't I don't really need this one to change. I don't know how you would change it too much. I mean, there's not extra source material to really pull from where they can they freshen like it up. The, it's a little. I mean, it's a little like interpretive. I don't or not interpretive. Um. I, I don't know. A, a little a little more um I don't know what what do you call it when it's like it's not like it, like not speci- like faces it's like silhouettes and all that sort of st- like it's a little more I, I don't know. Maybe it is interpretive. I don't I don't ignore me. I, I know what you're trying to say. It's You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like where it's a little more like yeah. somebody else could make another thing using these elements in a different kaleidoscope, yeah. in a different way, I guess. Yeah, you know, like, I don't know. I'm sure a different person out there could take the little bit of Christmas inside uh, the Harry Potter movies and and take that and interpret it all in a different way versus this one. But I am not creative enough to think about what I would change. So that's why I have the standpoint that I do. However, you are much more creative than I am. So... Uh, maybe you're the person, Rhino. Maybe you're the person to do it. I and I applaud I, you I mean, for taking on that task. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yes, you will probably not get paid by Universal. They will probably not even accept you trying. But the, uh, this is how you get a restraining order yeah. at Universal. <laughs> Absolutely is. You know, there's only one way to go. But uh, so, Rhino, I'm going to re-ask the question now that we're done talking about all of the entertainment that you can experience for the holidays at Islands of Adventure. Do you think just going there and only doing the holiday stuff at Islands of Adventure, that it's worth it just for that? And I'm not talking about like all the excellent rides that you can ride throughout the day. Of course, a day, a single day at Islands of Adventure is incredible, but I'm talking solely. If you said, Okay, you're going in solely to watch the holiday entertainment and live in the holiday experience. Is 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 it just enough with the little bit that they offer there to, to push it over the edge? Uh, I don't know. This is a pressuring question because you're asking me like saying like if I go and I don't do anything but those specific things, is it worth the hundred and something dollar ticket? I'm like, I don't know. Um. I no, mean, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not even saying that. If, is it worth the full ticket? I'm. I'm saying, is it worth your time? Is it worth the effort? Oh yeah, because yeah. No. Okay. As I no, said, 100%. Of, of course, you're going to also go and do Velocicoaster and Spider Man. Like you're just not going to be like, nope, only doing Christmas stuff. Beat it, bozo. I'm. I'm watching Grinchmas six bozo. times over. No, of course you're going to do more stuff, but is it is it satisfying enough? I guess is what I should how I should say it. Not is it worth it? No, I I do think it. I think it's satisfying. I think it ties into the the parks so effortlessly. Like it it all feels like it 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 both has that holiday feeling to it, but it also doesn't feel out of place whatsoever in terms of it being like well here i am here at christmas it feels like you know with harry potter the the um hogsmeade they have like snow on the buildings and the snowman and stuff so it's like it feels like that should always it that makes sense there and the same with they just inter uh interweave all the or uh have all the like the entertainment in in seuss landing and then you know with like the decorations it feels like it feels even more like what I imagine like a Seuss sort of thing is than it does normally. And normally it's already like overloaded, like Seuss insanity, like you stepped into one of the books or something like that. But so that's why I'm, I, I think they do a great job with it. I do think it's worth 
I do absolutely, I absolutely think it is worth your time, especially after how our experience went. It felt very easy to mm-hmm. be able to do it all. Like I, I have had experiences in the past where I feel like I've got sunburned while I was waiting for the Grinch miss while it was in one of the other lines. So I feel like we got it on a moderately temperate day where it was, you know, it was somewhere between like, it was around 80 degrees today, I feel like, but the humidity wasn't like super high. I don't know. It was overcast. So it was like I wasn't bothered by the heat or the weather, and I felt like we were able to, like, just go up to the choir, go see this, see the Grinch. Like, nothing felt like it was too troublesome, nope. you know, too intrusive on the day. So I, I, I definitely think it was worth it. Here, here. Here, yeah. here. I, I do. I still stand by my point on it. If you're not necessarily a huge fan of the Jim Carrey Grinch uh, if you don't really care about Harry Potter, yeah, I don't know if you'll find a lot of value in terms of visiting Islands of Adventure for the holidays. But if you love, if you love the holidays at, at like, sorry, if you love the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and Harry Potter movies, I think you'll love the holidays there. If you love Jim Carrey's Grinch, I think you will love the Grinchmas Holiday Spectacular and obviously worth checking out but uh that is it for our coverage on the holidays at universal's islands of adventure of course we will be back with more holiday coverage here as we get closer to uh closer to christmas and we still have to talk about what's happening at universal studios florida we've got to talk about some special stuff happening in universal city walk with with a little bit of food Mm -hmm. which is uh you know always something that we appreciate and eggnog and Mm -hmm. eggnog and we will be getting to that in the upcoming week. So I hope you stay tuned for the rest of our holiday coverage. And I just want to point out real quick that uh, remember, if you are watching this on YouTube, you are now watching this again on the Diz Unplugged YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Diz Unplugged, not youtube.com slash uofan which we have decided to uh to step away from and go back to the old method so uh, our shows are once again going to be on youtube.com slash disunplugged and then our overviews and rhino shopping at universal stuff like halloween mm-hmm. horror nights videos those will all be found in the future on youtube.com slash wdw info our dis youtube channel uh, so if you are watching this video on youtube and you enjoy it please hit the thumbs up make sure you're subscribed to the dis unplugged and also leave comments questions and video suggestions in the comments section and if you're an audio listener out there nothing has changed for you you're perfectly fine but you already know that (laughs) and i appreciate you every single day of the week i promise that i promise uh but yes nothing has changed for you just make sure you subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts and if it's through apple Podcasts and you enjoy the show please leave us a five-star rating and review if you have the time it helps more people find the show and that is the end goal to keep us being able to do the show is if we can keep finding a new audience but the other way to help us is by of course booking a vacation to universal orlando through dreams unlimited travel get that free no obligation quote at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today but that's going to do it for rhino and i here so rhino thank you so much for the fun holly jolly conversation boom nailed it got it nailed it i don't have any sort of christmas (laughs) follow-up well maybe next year you'll find your holly jolly holiday madness and you'll be able to i think i used that one too so i'm embarrassed i'm embarrassed right now i just yeah holly jolly my god (laughs) i couldn't have said it better myself so (laughs) thank you again for that holly jolly conversation everyone out there thank you so much for watching and listening Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you this holiday season but that's going to do it for us this week on the dis unplugged universal edition we'll see you again real soon with another episode but remember we still haven't changed the name (laughs) 